Today on the newscast, another amazing archaeological discovery in Jerusalem, an ancient artifact dating back to the first temple period of your Bible. Get all the breaking details coming up. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've been talking so much about Afghanistan, Iran, Hamas, Hezbollah over the past few weeks that it is good to bring you some positive news today. Breaking news, as a matter of fact, out of the city of David, ancient Jerusalem, one of my favorite places in all of Israel, yet another amazing archaeological discovery at the city of David. This one dates back over 2,500 years to the first temple period of your Old Testament. Now, I won't give any more details away. Our good friend Zev Orenstein of the City of David is here to share this breaking information just announced today, as a matter of fact, by Israeli archaeologists. That is coming up in a minute. Real quick, be sure to stick around after the interview for just a minute because I will be bringing you information on how you can bless Israel through an incredible organization called Mayor Panim. That's coming up right after the interview. But right now, let's go to Israel, just outside of Jerusalem, with our good friend, Zev Orenstein. Zev, thanks so much for joining us, as always, from the hills outside Jerusalem. Hey, another amazing discovery at the City of David, ancient Jerusalem. But this one is unique. It doesn't tell us so much about the place but about the people, right? That's right. Archaeologists announced today a discovery, a small weight. In the Bible, in the book of Exodus, it mentions in chapter 30, when talking about the census, we're familiar with the Becca weight, which was the counterweight for the half shekel. But in that same verse in chapter 30 in Exodus, it also mentions another weight called the gerah. Uh, 10 gerahs make up a half shekel. It's about half a gram. And what archaeologists announced was a weight that was the equivalent of two geras, about a gram, or at least that's what it was supposed to be. But the archaeologists found something very strange when they weighed it. And when they weighed it, they found that instead of weighing the equivalent of two geras, which is uh, one gram, it weighed more than three and a half grams. And so they're trying to figure out why would a two, gra uh, a two gera weight weigh more than uh, three times what it's supposed to be weighing? And then they, they, they realized that what did they find? They had found something that the Bible itself spoke out both in Leviticus, in Deuteronomy, in Proverbs. It talks about how God hates, he detests. One of the things he will not forgive are people who use false weights and measures. People who have, you know, in the Bible in Deuteronomy, it talks about someone who carries a lighter stone or a heavier stone. Uh, and you can imagine if someone goes to the marketplace and they think they're getting, I don't know, a pound of beef and the guy puts it on the scale, but he's using false weights and measures. And so you think you're getting a pound, but you're really getting less than that, or you're paying more than more than you, you should be. Uh, you, you, society falls apart. And I think that's why God is, is so clear in the Bible where he says, listen, you cannot have a society where people are using false weights and measures. Sadly, if you read the, the pages of uh, whatever newspaper you read today, there's no uh, shortage of corruption stories, but even in Jerusalem, thousands of years ago, this weight goes back to the end of first temple period Jerusalem about 2,500 years ago, you could see that there were people, hopefully not many, but at least one in this case, who was using a false weight, false measures 
to cheat people. What would be the punishment if someone was found using this weight that was just uncovered at the city of David, ancient Jerusalem? Would there be consequences for that cheater, for that scammer using this cheater's weight? Oh, no question. Uh, the Bible is clear. Uh, when a person steals, uh, you see this, for instance, in the story of, of uh, David and Bathsheba, when uh, the prophet goes to David and gives the, the parable of the rich man and the poor man and taking the sheep, David in that instance says that, that the, the, the thief needs to pay uh, multiples of the value that was stolen. So if a person would be found with a, a, a false weight and it could be shown that he ended up cheating all these people who did business with him out of whatever amount of money, he would have to pay multiples of that. Uh, and there's another, there, there's another punishment, which is in a certain sense, a societal excommunication. Meaning if you're found to be someone who's using false weights and measures, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna wanna have anything to do with you. No one's gonna wanna do business with you anymore. And that's before you even get into the spiritual uh, calculation of it's the kind of thing that is not just destructive between man and God, but it really destabilizes society as a whole. And those are the types of sins that, that God is, is uh, he takes very, very seriously. Yeah, it's a, it's a very under, uh, underhanded action. Uh, as you said, Zev, look, um, the city of Dave, this is the tip of the iceberg of your discoveries. But this one is pretty unique, as I mentioned at the top, right? There's not many of these weights that have been found, right? Now, this is only the second Gera weight that's ever been found in Israel. Uh, so you're talking about an exceptionally rare weight. Uh, and what's interesting here, again, is it's it's a false weight. So it's it's the second Gera ever found in Israel. But even this one that was found is not a, a true biblical Gera, but a, a false one. And what I think is also very timely, we're just a couple of days before Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. Uh, this is the time of year where, where the Bible talks about where the Jewish people understand that this is a period of judgment, really for the whole world, certainly for the Jewish people. But, but Jewish tradition says the whole world is being judged on Rosh Hashanah, on the Jewish New Year. And therefore, between the days, the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, it's a period that is very focused on repentance, on fixing our character, on trying to be better people going into the new year. And when you find a discovery like this one, it reminds us that, that we're flawed. And we're not just flawed today, but really going back thousands of years to the times of the Bible, uh, to the times of, uh, in Jerusalem, in the city of David, there were people who struggled uh, to do the right thing. And it's a reminder as we go into the high holidays uh, for all of us, whether you're Jewish or not, uh, maybe a little bit of introspection to think about in our own personal lives, where are the areas where, you know what, maybe we're cutting corners a little bit. Maybe not in business, but maybe in other areas where we could, you know, maybe uh, tighten things up a little bit, uh, you know, treat our family and friends better, treat the people that we work with better, uh, more honestly, uh, and the relationship with God also. People are people. We haven't changed much over the last two and a half, three thousand years. The challenges that people had in the Bible are very much the same challenges that we are struggling with today. And I, I imagine that neither you nor I nor the people watching your program are using false weights and measures. But there are always areas in our lives where where we could, uh, you know, afford to be a little bit uh, straighter. Absolutely. And folks, if you are using false weights and measures, unsubscribe right now from the Watchman YouTube channel. Hey, Zev, great stuff. Fascinating, man. We love it. Always the great discoveries that you bring to us from the city of David, ancient Jerusalem. Hey, Shana Tova. And just I know it's a time of introspection for the Jewish people and the people of Israel right now with the high holidays coming. We, we hope you have a good one with your family. God bless you, my friend. We'll see you again soon. 
I appreciate it. God bless, Eric. Thanks, sir. Incredible stuff. Now, Zev mentioned the high holidays, which are coming up for Israel and the Jewish people. Rosh Hashanah actually is next week, and there is no better time than now, during this special time for Israel and the Jewish people, to fulfill the biblical mandate and bless Israel, in particular, the needy in God's land. We're partnering here at the Watchman Newscast with a great organization called Mayor Panim that is doing exactly that. Take a look. Close to two million Israelis live below the poverty line, and one out of three Israeli children suffer from a lack of food. As Israelis get ready to observe the high holidays, I'm asking you to join me and Mayor Panim in sponsoring monthly lunches for hungry children, adults, and the elderly in Israel. Mayor Panim is one of Israel's leading humanitarian organizations, and its staff and volunteers work around the clock to ensure that Israel's most vulnerable citizens are able to eat. For Israel's poorest who often have nowhere else to go, Mayor Panim is there. Together, we can help Mayor Panim distribute hot lunches to Israeli children, hot meals at their restaurant-style soup kitchens, and Meals on Wheels to Israel's homebound, disabled, and elderly, including Holocaust survivors. You can follow the donation campaign at ericstackelbeck.com forward slash Mayor Panim. Let's do our part to fulfill the biblical mandate to bless Israel and help those who are suffering from poverty in the Holy Land. Folks, I really believe in what Mayor Panim is doing, so I hope you can check them out and bless the people of Israel for such a time as this. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.